Hey guys, this is Ryan Gillen with the Ryan Gillen team and Iron Gate Realtors. We're here with Jess Bogenschutz and Steve Neal, and we are going to do a podcast about what is the top renovations that you can do for the highest return on your investment. This is something that everybody loves to talk about, HGTV, looking at what everybody is going to be doing with their renovations. Some people take it to the extreme, and some people just have no idea what you know they're really doing, which is okay. You shouldn't because you don't do this on a daily basis. So we're going to give you a step through of what we think you should do, the, the, easy, the easy items, and the items that will give you the highest return on your investment. First off, though, we just got done with Valentine's Day. How was it? <laughs> there was a lot of love in the air. Was it? I, I brought I brought uh, Brooke to a Blue Jackets game, and I thought it was, like, awesome and everything like that. And she was like, well, like... I think I would have liked a dinner, but it was a jacket skin. I'm like, well, I mean, I had a great time, so maybe I'm not the most romantic person, but well, I had the flu, so there was no romance in my family. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were, uh, you were buried in cover. Yeah, <laughs> we thought we'd go out the next day after all the people hit all the restaurants, and it was just as bad the next day. So. I think everybody has that same idea. You probably can go on like Valentine's Day now, and it's like not packed because everybody's like doing it the day before, or the day after. So, but uh, let's jump into the top renovations. And we're going to uh, turn it over to Steve and Jess. And just, you know, what's something that you guys see every single time you go out that someone asks you about? Seems like the, the biggest thing, and it's probably one of the least expensive things people, uh, sellers can take care of, is paint. Uh, what I have found is when you go into a house and uh, say the house needs a paint job, the, set, the buyer's automatically calculating how they can get a lower price mm-hmm. versus... If they go into a house and it's freshly painted and it looks nice and it's clean, they may not necessarily like the color, but they tell me all the time, oh, this is nice. I don't have to paint. Well, what colors, uh, which you've seen that works the best, what colors would you choose? Like, what, what would you tell your or your sellers, hey, like, this is what you what you go with? It's- I always tell them to go with a neutral color. Uh, grays, light grays are very popular. Something that blends in with what you have now. And it's always a good idea to do the whole home in the same color. Yeah, when we do our rehab homes, um, we just did one, and it was 2,200 square feet. Bathrooms, kitchen, everything. We just did the same color. It was called Perfect Grayish. People walked in, 20 groups in the open house. Not one person said they didn't like the color. I mean, it was just a nice neutral color. I didn't think we needed to... You don't want to mix up the colors. I think you're just doing too much, and it's the most cost-efficient way to just... You know, turn your color to a nice neutral um, state, and then they can take it from there. Mm-hmm. When I will say something too, like you walk into like a kid's bedroom and it's bright pink, people are like, "Oh my god, how am I going to paint over that?" Mm-hmm. So you doing that for them is pretty inexpensive for you to do, and it makes them just feel better about moving in and not having a huge task of painting over a, you know, bright or dark color. Yeah. And you're not trying to appeal to. The specific person with paint you're just trying to feel appeal to the masses that's why when we do our flip houses we're trying to appeal to the masses so you know we usually stick with the white cabinets we usually stick with a um a gray tone we usually stick with some certain items that we know that works because the masses will like it we're not really trying to make a fashion statement right you know no accent walls or anything like that yeah i mean occasionally you could do something like that but at the end of the day there's really no point um because all you're trying to do is get someone to come in the last thing they want to worry about is painting. Um, Now, you might be thinking, okay, I'm going to have a painter come out, paint my place. What should you do painting-wise? Like, 
should you paint the whole house? Should you paint just the baseboards? Like, what do you, what do you think? If you're going to have someone out, what you should what you should do? Well, at the minimum, people really like to see fresh, nice, crisp baseboards. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that can really clean up a whole room just by touching all the baseboards or even the door frames. I tell I tell my buyers how hard a home has been lived in is the door jams and the baseboards. You'll see, like we're like, you know, they're all chipped up and, and dogs have you know chewed on the baseboards and everything. I mean, it, it's really true is how well the house is taken care of is um, is how well the base, you know, nice the baseboards are. Yeah. So um, when you have a contractor out to paint your property, the big thing is to understand how much it's going to cost. So we, we don't want our clients to have um, painters come out and take advantage of them because they just don't know what um, someone, you know, some someone's going to cost. One, call us and we can help you out. But two, just for example, um, I got a 2,200 square foot. It's, it's like it's like 1950. It has a little addition in the back. Two-story, no basement. I got baseboards and every in the ceiling painted, everything painted in the house. It was $3,300. I think it ended up being like $3,600 because I had a few things extra painted like the cabinet and everything. Like $3,600 plus the paint. And paint's not very, very expensive. Um, we're getting a house that is a thousand and eight square feet, um, just the main floor and the upstairs is a story and a half, and they're painting that property for like fifteen hundred bucks. So just have that in your mind. If someone comes in, you have a two thousand square foot place, and someone comes in with like a six thousand dollar estimate for labor, seven thousand, they're they're probably overcharging you. Yeah. So just kind of keep keep that in mind. But the one of the highest ROIs, if not the highest ROI is going to be paint because it's in every room. So, Jess, what's the next thing that you see people use? Uh, probably flooring. So, and we've talked about in your flips, for example, that uh, luxury vinyl. Mm-hmm. So it's better than um, like a hardwood floor because yeah. hardwood flooring doesn't hold up and to refinish hardwood flooring is extremely expensive. Yeah. Um, so just putting in that new flooring and it's got typically a warranty, wouldn't you say? Yeah, so what Jess is saying is um, when she says luxury vinyl, the abbreviation for that is LVP. So if you ever hear anybody say, yeah, I put new LVP in my house, that's luxury vinyl plank. Usually luxury vinyl plank is a floating floor. So the floor um, is not nailed down. It actually clicks together. And what's beneficial about this is that it's waterproof. If there was ever water to get underneath the flooring, you pick the flooring up when you're a vent and, and you put airflow through it, and over time, it will dry out. So it's, it's waterproof as well, so you don't have to worry about the hardwood curling up or anything. The next benefit is, man, it is scratch-resistant. So mm-hmm. dogs, um, kids, kids, kids um, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, they, they tear it up. But luxury vinyl really holds up well. Um, the luxury vinyl plank that I just put in my basement as a one-year warranty, or no, no, as a lifetime warranty, Thank God it's on a one-year um, <laughs> lifetime warranty. And the dollar sixty-seven square foot luxury vinyl that we use in my flip homes is a thirty-year warranty. So really good. And you saw people come through. Yeah, and they, it they loved good. it. It, look, it looks fantastic. And it's soft. It's got a pad underneath it too. Yeah, and, they, and they've really got some good prices on that luxury luxury vinyl. I'll just say LVP. Yeah, it's way easier to say LVP. That's why everybody <laughs> says that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so you you got a good price, and I imagine if somebody looks around, they can even find so less we price. at Lowe's we use a um, an LVP that is a dollar sixty seven a square foot. Um, that is a you know something we use under the two hundred thousand dollar price point in homes. Um, in my own personal basement, 
Um, I'm, I'm using an LVP that was $4 a square foot. I ended up getting it for three thirteen from Lumber Liquidators. They'll give you a discount if you ask. And um, if you just, they, they, everything like that will be, he's, um, definitely Lumber Liquidators because they're a private owned company instead of like Lowe's. It's, it's, you know, it's just a bigger company. But uh, I got it down for three thirteen, and it was, it had four planks in each box and we had to carry 83 boxes down the steps. And I mean, we were dying. I mean, it was really heavy material, but it was a lifetime warranty on yeah. it for $3.13. I mean, to get something in the wood market for I mean it would be seven eight to ten dollars a square foot plus installation well installation on LVP will be between a dollar fifty and two twenty five a square foot um, I think you're really getting taken advantage of if you're over two twenty five a square foot you can find someone easily to do a dollar fifty a square foot and you can really just call us and we'll just pass a name on that we we have we have uh, multiple people that will do it for a dollar fifty until a dollar seventy five a square foot you just mentioned our name and and let you go but if you do the math on that dollar sixty seven and a dollar fifty uh dollar sixty seven for the flooring thirty year warranty and a dollar fifty installation i mean that's a good deal. That's $3. That's $3 and some change for a square foot. Say three fifty. Do the math on your own house. If you're doing 1,000 square feet, it's 3500 bucks. Like, yeah. it's really very inexpensive, and it's just like paint. It's in every room. Well, flooring's in every room, too. So and the nobody, first thing people see is flooring and paint in your house because it covers the most square footage. And a big thing a lot of my people, you know, you see in like listings, like, new carpet just replaced, or they're replacing the carpet, or they'll give you a carpet allowance. or And I don't think a lot of people love carpet unless it's in a bedroom. So you see a lot of people, and a lot of my buyers recently, you know, you see carpet in the living room, and I'm like, oh, I really don't want carpet. So I think putting that luxury button, LVP, sorry, in the flooring in your main living spaces is a good plan. Yeah, and what we're trying to do here is give you the highest ROI for your investment. When we do our flip houses, we try to do carpet in the bedrooms and flooring throughout the main floor. So think about that. Try to appeal to what's going on now and what people are trying to do now is the common trend is they're going away from carpet because, you know, it holds dust, dirt, um, kind of bad for people with allergies and it, you know, it's just easier to keep clean and, and it holds up for a longer period of time um, we like to talk about we're talking about what's the best ROI on your money and the reason why we say this is we'd rather you do the fresh paint the fresh flooring is because you'll see a lot of people out there they'll be like well let's just offer a carpet allowance like $5,000 or $10,000 for carpet and paint and all that kind of stuff so for this example here if, if you would have a $150,000 house and you're going to offer a $10,000 carpet allowance and carpet and paint allowance, which is it's common. People do offer it all the time, but we advise strongly against it. I'd rather just do no allowance at all. Uh, if you're going to do nothing, do no allowance at all and just go sell the house. Because what happens is someone's going to offer you $140 on your house because that's what's in the current condition. And they're going to take the allowance. So you get hit double you get double whammy. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you put the $10,000 in it listed for $160. Yep. Get 153, 154 for it, and you come out better, 155, you know, you come out better on the other end. You might end up selling it for, you know, you'll get your money back. Like, you will, everything we're telling you here, if you put $1 in, you're going to get $2 back. Right. 100%. We're not going to tell you to do things that you're going to put $1 in and get a half a dollar back. You know what I mean? Like, that's that just doesn't make sense. So, but... Don't ever let an agent tell you to do an allowance. I think an allowance is is one of the worst mistakes real estate agents do, and because they're like, "Oh, this is better advertising." Unless for you're us. the buyer, 
Unless you're the buyer. When we yeah. see that, we're like, yeah. let's go. You know, like, cha-ching. Yeah. <laughs> we're not only going to beat you up on your price, but we're going to take your money afterwards, too. You're, right. di- you're dying to give us money. We'll take it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So um, paint, carpet, flooring, like, throughout, I, I think that's what's going to cover the whole square footage. At every point in the house, there's going to be new flo- there's going to be flooring, and there's going to be paint in every part of the house. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, let's dive a little bit deeper in. What's the next best ROI that you guys are seeing besides paint and flooring? Well, one of the biggest actual, if you, if you do the math, uh, a roof. Now, a lot of people don't want to put a roof on because they may not be able to afford it. But if you can afford to put the roof on, you can get like 107% ROI on your investment. Yeah. You know, what we see a lot is, I keep going back to my flips, but, you know, we try not to do a roof or something like that, and then it comes back and we need to do it, and people are like, well, we want you to pay for the whole roof. It's just like any buyer, they're like, we want you to pay for the whole roof, which stinks about is you just got a price on your house with with an old roof, and you have to pay for the... You got the price on the house as it was the old roof, but then you had to pay for a roof. So now you're not getting the price, the sale price on the house with the new roof. Right. You know, so it ends up costing you kind of double. Yeah. Like you sort of like that uh, carpet allows. Yeah, it ends up hitting you twice. Like we're like, not only did I have to pay for a roof, I got a price without a new roof on it. Mm-hmm. So if you try to skimp on the roof, it, it really does kind of come back and bite you. Um, that's. I mean, that is a absolute 100% truth. I mean, you, it's one of the quickest ways to kill a deal, but it's also a quick way to get money in return. I mean, think about it. When a buyer gets out of the car, they look at the house. That's the first thing you see. Look at that big roof. Oh, my gosh. That roof's Any good agents, I always say, like, it's your job to be emotionally attached to the home. It's our job to look up. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say look up is that's where the water comes from. That's where the roof is. That's where the cracks in the ceilings are. That's where everything is. Everything happens on the house usually is usually is up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not the tallest person, so I got to make sure <laughs> that I keep I keep looking up. But uh, um, but uh, but yeah, a hundred percent with the with the roof. So, Jess, what's the what's the next thing that you're thinking? Um, so I know that the return. It, I mean, the return is typically about eighty five percent on a new HVAC system. But I know for a fact that buyers will shy away from homes that have old HVAC systems. Even if you get a home warranty, people don't want to deal with that. So we have friends of ours actually. Um, he's lived in the house since they built it, and. Every time we go over there over the summer, it's so hot in his house because it has the original HVAC system in it. Well, he sent me a picture yesterday of these two dinosaurs sitting on his driveway. There were his old AC unit and his old furnace. He actually replaced them all. So, I mean, that just boosted the value of his house because now people will come look at it because it's updated. Yeah, I mean, people walk around that backyard and they see that that new air conditioner. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's one of those things where... Um, you know, you really can't hide it, even though it's in like, you know, uh, back closet. in the store closet, storage areas like that. It's not like people are gonna just not like go look at the water heater and the HVAC system. I mean, they're just gonna look sure. at it, and they're gonna run the numbers in their head. And if it's one of those things where it's like, man, this is just not working, um, or man, this is gonna go out. It's, it's just, mm-hmm. I mean, I just replaced my furnace and that sucked. I mean, yeah. it, it, it did. I mean, that was a big, that was a big check. But at the same time, it's one of those other things. It's like, okay, I'm selling my house with an old HVAC, and it's a good chance it's gonna 
come back and say it needs to be replaced. That they need to be, yeah. And I'm not saying that you need to go through this whole list and do them all, but you need to prioritize Their options. Like, if if these are 100% options, like, if if your house severely needs painted and, but your HVAC is also old, but you can only do one, I would say go ahead and paint the house. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because an HVAC that's still working is an HVAC that's still working, Mm -hmm. but paint that is lime green and pink (laughs) throughout the house or beat up. Yep. That's that's the overall appearance. You know what I mean? Like we're tr- you know we're trying to make sure people when they walk in they don't. Um, it, no one's gonna look at the house and be like, man, this house is not really like that pretty. But it's got a new HVAC, so I want to buy it. Like like it's kind of the reverse. People are gonna mm-hmm. be like, okay, this is a really nice house. We really like it. Now let's go look at the HVAC. So let's try to make them fall in love with the house first, and then we'll get by the other things. Yeah. Right. What- what's going to pop them in the face first yeah well and i think that leads into like garage doors front doors like making sure those are either painted or they're new yeah that's the first thing you see when you walk into the house is the front door so a non-insulated non-insulated two car garage doors is roughly around six hundred dollars 550 to 600 and an insulated one's like 850 900 Mm -hmm. um but really we're talking about the little things here now yeah like exterior wise when people pull up what are they going to see and this is one of those high ROIs, you know, a freshly painted mailbox, a new light post, new lights by your front door that, like, are updated and aren't hanging and pulling away from the house. Mulch. Um, you know, mulch. These are just the little things that are going to see if, like, you can go pick up for a couple hundred bucks of this at, you know, the Lowe's or Home Depot, Menards, whatever, and, and really see a high cash ROI because you don't want someone to pull up to your house and the the wife will literally just tell the husband like like she falls in love with the house the moment they pull up the husband doesn't really look at the the curb appeal as much i mean they still do but not as much but like the little things will get them inside the house yep well you know trim your bushes uh just mentioned mulch uh you know put an edge on, on where the grass meets the mulch paint your front door you know front doors always look tired and um you know, get the cobwebs off the door. Oh, these are these are free things. Like clean Sweat windows. Yeah, these are free things that just by people walking in up to the door are gonna be impressed by. Like it's it's sweat equity, so you're getting ROI on your sweat, essentially mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. And I mean, clean windows, new doormat, fresh paint, make sure those peeling paint, power washing, all that kind of stuff goes with like we're not telling you you have to spend twenty grand to get ready to sell your house. I mean like would I paint if it needs painting? Yes, like every house doesn't need to be painted. But like there's things that you really need to look at and at the end of the day there might just be the little things that you need to do, which is touching up the baseboards, touching up certain things. And if you take the proper steps ahead of time to sell your home, you will see the ROI return. I mean, there's a reason why we find flip houses. Like, mm-hmm. anybody else could have bought them too, or they could have fixed them, fixed it up themselves. They might not have the money to, to do it, but there's a reason we buy it. It's because, like, and there's a reason we make money off of them. It's because we're able to add value through these items that we just talked about. We're basically doing these same items we're just talking about here, and then we're packaging it up and selling it, and people are buying it, at a premium price or at a you know pretty good sales price because it's new it's it's, it's updated new and it's move-in ready and they already have to do a down payment they already have to do closing costs buy new furniture moving fees all the stuff that goes with moving that is rather expensive 
the last thing they want to do is like, man, now I have to paint the house. And it's just more work. Moving is work. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to make sure where that person that's going to be buying your home, they walk in this home and they are like, man, this is it. I don't have to do much. This is going to save me this, this, and this. This is easy. Let's go. Yep. And people will do that. They'll calculate that. I've showed several houses that needed all this done. They say, I'm going to take that other house because there's not a thing I have to do. Please contact us if you have questions on a quote that you get. If you need a contractor to paint, to, to really do anything. I mean, we've got anybody to even just install garage doors. I mean, that are by far the cheapest in the area, and they do great work. We're not going to send anybody out there that we don't think does great work. You know, we can't promise you what, you know, what they're going to do, but at the same time, like, you know, we've had good experiences with these contractors. Please call us. We'd love to help you. We'd love to come out and do a walkthrough with you in person on your home and say, hey, do this, this, and this, and we'll tell you, you know, what the best ROI is. Hey, if you say, Ryan, I've got $5,000. Okay, perfect. We're going to refloor this here. We're going to paint the main floor, and that should be around $5,000. The upstairs, you know, they can take care of it, but we want to make sure when they walk in the house that they really like it. So we'll come up with a strategy for to get the best ROI and the highest sales price for your home. I mean, that's that's all we're trying to do here. We're trying to get the highest sales price for your home. Um, I really appreciate Jess and Steve um, taking their time out today, doing the research, making sure um, that they're giving you guys the right advice. Um, we are here for you and take the proper steps. You'll get the highest sales price for your home. I'm Ryan Gillen, Jess, Steve. This is the Ryan Gillen Team Podcast. You guys have a great day. See ya. So bye.